Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the dawn. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the only show that tells it like it is. Y'all know who I am. You know what show it is. That's why you're tuning in. Vegas Ben sells the marketing behind the eight ball. And tonight we're going to come at you heavy and hard and often. It's colder than, uh, I'm trying to think of the cliche. I'll leave it. It's cold in Florida. Most people come down here to get a little sunshine. Right now there's frost. And the orange groves are causing the price of commodities to jump. Hopefully, I'm long on OJ. Be back at you in a second. Vegas Ben sells the marketing behind the eight ball. The only sales and marketing show on Block Talk Radio. That continue with sleep tells it like it is. I know we keep beating that in your heads, but it's true, and they know it. Back at you. In a You know what? That was one of the few introductions I kind of butchered. Jesus, I'm I'm nervous doing this show. I'll admit it. Usually I'm all suave and do the block talk radio in the world. Well, I can't even spit it out tonight, could I? I, st- I still believe I got my A game. Vinny's like over here blushing and I'm nervous and, uh, you know, but again, shit, if I brought my D game tonight, it's still better than the rest of these shows. So, And this show's going to kick ass. Just give me a second to get into it. Anyway, what's up, peeps? Been about a week. I was looking to do a show a little earlier. Um, definitely feeling better. Like I said, it's colder than a bitch here in Florida right now. I mean, it's been dropping down into the 30s. Uh, the cat finally did come down the tree. Uh, she has been laid up in the house uh, for the last three days. And uh, she's the smart one of the bunch. Restaurant business booming as always. Uh, life is good. Got a lot of shit to talk about tonight. Um, wanted to start off by doing my normal thanks because there's always somebody in between shows that does something really cool for me. Um, 
I'm going to be doing a show. I'm going to get right into this, and then we'll get into the topic of positioning. And uh, it's going to be a really kick-ass show. As always, you get the uh, real deal, uh, minus the upsell. You're going to get my heart and soul on this show tonight. Like I said, I'm a little nervous for some reasons on this, and I apologize for that. But uh, I'll suck it up. We'll get rolling here. Um, I'm going to be doing a live show with the Godfather over at uh, what I think personally is probably the best um, form in regards to the offline marketing niche, offline goal, whatever you want to call it. And it's uh, Keith over at localbizbuilders.com. Uh, they've shown Vinny a lot of love. In fact, they got the RSS feed for the show over there and have for a while. Christ, that shows you how inept I am. I didn't even know it was over there until about a week ago, and I really appreciate it. Uh, it's, it, is a, it is truly the best form of its kind. I'm going to have the big man on, assuming I can actually get a chick down here or someone with a clue on how to take the live call. Because I've noticed on a lot of these other shows, they start taking callers, and the next thing you know, it's just a bunch of uh, you know, comedy of errors. And I don't want to end up like that and make the guy look like a fool, make myself look dumber than I am either. So um, we're going to have we're going to have my man Ko on. I'm hoping on a Sunday. I think Sunday after next is Super Bowl, so we're going to try to shoot for Sunday. I'm going to PM you tonight, Keith. Let you know see if that works out for you, Big Daddy. And uh, we're going to lay the smack down. I'm I'm really uh, I'm going to take a shot at the competition, too. It's got nothing to do with Keith. Um, I'm just going to explain to you why I think this site is the place to be for those of you that are you know, specializing in the offline gold niche and, um, and why the content is just so much better than some of the other joints out there. And uh, you know, I'm going to talk to Keith about things like you know, south of the border midget hookers and some other stuff that uh, – I've been getting questions about. So, you know, Vinny's going to ask the tough questions. Vinny's going to bring it, you know. Uh, even if you're a guest and I like, you know, you got to be brave to do the show. So he's going to be the first one. Um, we're going to have some other guests coming on in a month or two that are just going to rock Blog Talk Radio. One of them's name starts with Jenna. I'll let you guess. But anyway, we'll talk about that at another time. Um, what else? Oh, Again, I always got these great listeners. I got great people. One of the guys over on localbizbuilders.com is a dude named Don Hudson. And he had PM'd me and he said, Hey, Vinny, uh, can I get your mailing address? I want to send you a package. And I, you know, I said, Oh, you know, what the hell? I'll do it. I mean, you know, I figured dude was going to send me a, you know, an Amway solicitation or some shit. But dude ends up sending me a customized CD. I mean, this shit just blew me away. It's like I said, it's why I got the greatest listeners in the world, for real. Dude sends me this CD, and it says Vegas Vince Speaks on it. And it's got like, you know, it's all customized. got the Las Vegas Strip with the Bellagio and the Mirage, and you're looking down it. And I'm thinking, man, this is, uh, this is just too cool. So I pop it in. He's got my shows on here. I mean, it's, it's, it's beyond cool. Uh, the company, actually, I believe, dude's got like five websites on her, but I believe it's teamthrifty.com. That's T-E-A-M thrifty.com, and they're out of Mississippi. I won't hold that against you, bro. That's another place kind of like Toledo, Ohio. I'm just kidding. But anyway, his name's Don Hudson, and uh, it's got some other sites like MissLou.tv, MissLouTV.com. I don't know what the hell... Uh, those were all about. I just checked out the main site. So they do some basically uh, customizing. Uh, they do some video and audio. And, man, just looking at this CD, it is like high class, um, 
good-looking stuff, and I actually am really excited about this because that opens up a whole other avenue to me in terms of consulting because I'd like to take my blog talk radio shows, you know, customize them for certain clients like I did, you know, on that offline gold show everybody was talking about, and instead of saying, hey, you guys check the link out, I just pop that in the uh, FedEx overnight envelope. It's brilliant. I really appreciate it, my man, Don, if you're listening. Um, we're going to talk more about you when I get Keith on the show. Uh, hopefully we'll be doing that show Sunday. We're going to just blow the lid off Offline Gold, that show. I mean, the three I've done have kicked ass, but that one's really going to be strong. Uh, Keith does a hell of a job over there. He's a good warrior, too. He's on the warrior form. He's got some great posts over there. Um, let's see here. Better put the cigarette down here. I'm smoking too much anyway. How do you guys quit the friggin' cigarettes, by the way? Somebody tell me, please. I don't want to hear no. I, don't pitch me an e-book. All right, let's see what else here. Uh, we're basically tonight. We're, the, the main theme of the show is we're going to talk about positioning, the art of positioning, and I, and I again, as usual, I have a different spin than most of the drivel that's out there. Um, no, that's a shock to people. Um, Let's talk about why you got to position yourself in order to actually compete today. Now, I'm going to tell you something. We are dealing with an Internet today that's different than it was 10 years ago. You know, there were some players that came along 10, 15 years ago, maybe not 15, but whatever, in that time frame, that just simply by being prolific and putting out decent stuff, they could hide behind their computers, and you know their name was enough, and they piggybacked off that. Now, years later, these guys are known primarily just for their products. Um, I personally think that someone entering the IM marketing world cannot compete, cannot become a player, unless you integrate your personality along with your product, and I'm going to explain that, and that's what I mean by positioning. And uh, no, it doesn't necessarily mean you've got to turn into a Vegas fan, sir, you know, Jason Moffat with a sombrero drinking shots of Cuervo on stage. It's not what I'm talking about, but I'm going to explain to you why in order to compete today, you've got to separate yourself from the herd. I'm going to talk about that, and we're going to talk about a few other things. Um, assuming I can get the words out of my friggin' mouth tonight. Wow, man. Anyway, my point is as far as this positioning, you have got to integrate and accentuate your personality into every friggin' facet of your marketing. One second, I'm checking this phone line. I'm hoping this thing's not going out now. Okay. Like I said, uh, this is probably going to be the show from hell where everything goes wrong. I haven't got anybody walking around with, uh, you know, stocking caps on like I did the other night. But anyway, my point is as far as positioning, and I want everybody to start with this premise, in today's massive scope called Internet marketing, the competition is massive. It's global. And I personally do not believe that you people can jump in and hide behind products anymore. I don't think it works. I think, again, you've got to take the personality that you have. And, again, I don't give a shit if you are living at home with mama with eight cats and eight crossword puzzles. 
Um, I don't care if you're a player. I don't care what it is that you bring to the table, but you have got to accentuate that and then integrate it into all your marketing. And I'm going to explain why this is important. Primarily reason is people want to buy from people they know. I mean, I'm hitting you with a cliche there, but it's one that a lot of IMers are so arrogant, they think they can just get away with putting out good products. I don't agree. I don't think it works that way anymore. And my point is, yeah, a lot of you got an eye in marketing because you can hide behind a computer and be anonymous, et cetera, et cetera. My point to you is why would you want to be? I mean, you can make sales, but you're losing money by leaving money on the table. People want to buy from a personality, and oftentimes they will buy from a personality that they know, even if they can get the same product from somebody else cheaper because they don't know that particular dude or dudette. Capiche? Anyway, there isn't a big-time marketer out there, people. Think of, I mean, let's, let's just get ballistic for a minute here. Have you ever wondered why the great marketers, the players, the Kerns, etc., are people that associate themselves with products and services that seem to always be an extension of, of their true personality. Now think about that for a second. It makes sense, and it's not a friggin' accident, okay? And again, get off this thing that I'm, what I'm about to tell you is about, oh, you got to jump up there and be a jackass or talk like I do. It's not what I'm talking about. What I'm saying is there isn't a big-time I am marketer out there that doesn't integrate his personality into his product and into his marketing. They are closely cloned. Oftentimes the product is a clone of the marketer. That is not an accident. There's a reason for it. And there's also a reason why these dudes are making the big-time dollars. Okay, so this isn't like some theory I came up with. What do they do? What, you know, I use the line, keep it real, a lot on this show. And I'm actually, somebody said, you know, define that. I'm going to actually define it, what I mean by keeping it real as it applies to marketing, all right? Keeping it real means this is who I am, like it or not, and this is what I do, and you integrate that inner inherent personality, whether, again, you're a geek you know, a player, a prom queen, a whore, a princess, whatever you are, that is who you are, and you begin to come clean with it, and you integrate it, and you use it as an advantage, not something to run from. I'm going to give you examples. I'm going to give you some examples, actually, to start with, of what not to do in terms of positioning. We'll just make this real simple here. If you are one of these dudes, let me think of something off the top of my head. If you're one of these dudes who's trying to position yourself as some street smart thug, um, you know, selling a karate course, and you grew up on the mean streets of Beverly Hills 90210, you are a friggin' fraud. Don't do it. It's not going to work. Yes, you might sell the ebook, but eventually you will get found out. And not only that, you are never going to base a business or a foundation around that type of lie. So if the toughest fight you ever had was trying to return a pair of your sister's silk stockings at the Beverly Center in Beverly Hills, you might reconsider 
coming out and pretending to be John Gotti Jr., etc. If your ass takes up three or more bar stools, people, I highly suggest you don't attempt to position yourself as the second coming of Suzanne Summers or some other fitness guru. Can you sell the ebook anonymously while you're eating the uh, bag of Doritos? Yeah. Are you ever going to get on Oprah and pitch a million books? No, because you're a fraud. Okay? I mean, I'm, I'm just hitting you guys with some, uh, uh, you know, random examples. And by the way, these are actually a few cases of actually true case studies that have been done. Um, and I won't get into the details because, again, I don't need to end up in court. Uh, let's talk about another example. If the last date you had was in 1976, and it might have been, you know, the senior prom, but you ended up going with your ugly cousin because your mother made you go, it's going to be real hard for you to position yourself as a sex guru or a dating expert, considering you haven't been laid in 25 years. Capiche? Let's just keep it real. You know, if you grew up in the tiny one-bedroom apartment, yeah, let's do the... Uh, Let's do the Donald Lepree slash Tony Robbins thing here. If you grew up in that tiny one little you know, room apartment, but that apartment was attached to a 38-bedroom friggin' mansion that your rich daddy owned, don't position yourself as the rags to riches, kid, because you're a fraud. And you're going to get found out, and it's not genuine, and your marketing isn't going to reflect it, capiche? I mean, these are examples, you know, I'm, I'm using exaggerated examples, but trust me, people do this type of shit. I mean, they do. They think because it's internet marketing, I can hide behind a computer and I can be anybody I want to be. Well, yeah, you can to a limited degree, but you're never going to become a player. You're never going to reach that upper echelon, which is, you know, to me, if I'm going to do this shit, I'd like to go for the dollars. I'm not screwing around trying to sell a $7 e-book. I mean, I'm just not. That's not me. You know? Keeping yourself real. And again, I'm going to spin all this so you guys understand what I'm going to talk about, and I'm going to give you the other side of it too. Keeping yourself real means you keep your public persona basically as an extension of your private one. Does that make sense? I mean, wouldn't that be nice to have people that actually represented themselves on the Internet in public like they really were behind closed doors? I mean, what is, what is a far reach about that? What is wrong with that? I mean, that, to me, that's called integrity. You know, again, if, you know, you're positioning yourself as a sex guru and uh, you're going home to a cat and you haven't talked to a chick in 27 years, uh, to me, there's a little there's a problem with your integrity and your credibility there. I mean, we can take it into politics. We can use this example in, on a global level. If you're the governor of the state of New York, and all of a sudden you get on TV and say, "Well, we're going to run the prostitutes out of New York because they're a black eye on the city." Make sure that you're not shacking up with a high-priced hooker, Mr. Governor. Don't believe me? That's why we got a new governor in New York. 
you know? I, I mean, does, I'm hoping any of this is registering with anybody because I see it all the time and I am marketing. I see it in marketing in general, and there's no need for it. It's, it's cases of people that won't accept who they are and don't realize that what they actually bring to the table is something that could actually be leveraged. It's not a bad thing. And instead they end up trying to create a new persona and, and push something or a product that has absolutely no relationship to what type of person they are. In other words, to be a fat guy trying to explain why he's thin or it's a dude that, you know, can't get a date, explains how others can. Or it's a dude that's got not one friggin' penny in the friggin' bank and wants to explain how you can make $27,000 next week if you send him four bucks by PayPal. Capish? Oh, what a tangled web we weave when first we practice to the sea. My grandma used to always tell me that when she'd catch me bullshitting, which is why I didn't lie to her very often. God rest her soul. Um... When you can keep it real, when you can accept this is who I am, this is what I bring to the table, you don't have to worry about skeletons in your closet either. That's, a, that's, a, that's a, actually one of the coolest things I discovered. Once I woke up one day, you know, after 30 years of my life trying to impress the masses, styling, profiling, trying to be everything to everybody and, and never worrying about am I happy you know, uh, I finally woke up one day and realized, you know what, those so-called skeletons that I think I had in my closet, they're badges of friggin' honor now. You know, there, there's, you know, people can pull anything out on me they want to. You can find something bad, whatever. Guess what? I'll spin it into gold. I mean, you know, it's not like there's anything that bad out there anyway. Yeah, I did some jail time when I was a kid. Got busted trafficking and cocaine. First offense, big time. How do I spin it? I spin it because I had honor. How many 19-year-old kids are going to get 57 months on their first offense without even having a traffic ticket prior to that? I wasn't a snitch. I sucked it up. I did my time. Made me a better man. Made me who I am. Made me what I am today. Okay? Does that shock anybody I just said that? Well, you know, you got guys out there uh, assaulting women and kids, and they're, and they're getting in and out of prison like it's a friggin' merry-go-round. You know, it, it, shit like that, the hypocrisy of it just pisses me off. My point is, you are who you are, and you start there. Skeletons and all. And, and some of you people need to stop running from who you are, trying to create some new character for yourself, because it doesn't play well. And your marketing reflects it, because it sounds like a sales letter. All right? What else can we talk about here? Boy, I got some people right now going, ooh, they're calling their, ooh, Vinny did jail time. Well, some, well whatever. It's public record. Look it up. I don't give a shit. Um, what else? What do you got to do to position yourself in order to bring out the best? And I'm not just talking about marketing. I'm talking about life. The first step is real simple. And, again, I don't want this to turn into an esoteric uh, speech of any kind because that's not what we do on this show. But it's, I got to lay the foundation out. It basically means you step up one day when nobody's around, you know, your old man's out, kids are at school, whatever it is you got to do, and you start by looking in the friggin' mirror and saying, okay, this is who I am. 
you know. And yeah, I know, you know, oh, I wish I was taller, I wish I was thinner, I wish I was sexier, whatever. Okay, that's all fine. Those are goals you can work on in your personal life. I'm saying look in the mirror and say, this is who I am. I am a single mom with eight kids, and I love my children. I want better for them. This is who I am, and that's, you know, that's a good start. Or here I am. I'm a 97-year-old man with one foot on the banana peel and one in the grave, but I think I got two more good years to go, and I want to live them. That's self-analysis. That's keeping it real. Start there. You know, when you can do that, you start to change the way you market. And again, I'm now applying this to the actual marketing game. Because what you realize is instead of running from your past or running from who you truly are, you embrace your inner inherent nature and you say, you know what, there's a lot of other people out there like me. And they're going to relate to me. And I can write them like I'm writing a friend. I don't have to write a sales page and use one of these, you know, software programs that punches in the right word. You just sit down there because you're speaking to one of your own. Do you guys understand that? Somebody like a Bev Clement is going to speak differently to her list than I would. Um, a single mom is going to relate to her list of single moms differently than I would. The beautiful thing about it is when you keep it real, you eliminate the people that aren't interested in your offer, and that saves a lot of time and money. And you can focus on the people that accept you for who you are. If you're a geek sitting at home and you're 37 years old and your mom right now is saying, get off that friggin' computer and go rub my feet or get the paper, there are other guys out there probably like you. Instead of running from that, instead of trying to play yourself off as a friggin' Casanova, Embrace it and use it in your marketing because I guarantee you there's a world out there that can relate. You know, God, I feel sorry for them, but hey, they exist. Um, why is it that Jason Moffat, I'm going to use Jason Moffat as a great example. Jason Moffat is living proof that, you know, the product don't fall far, fall far from the tree. You know, you got a dude that basically is the real deal. He doesn't pretend to be, you know, the guy comes out with these funky ghetto videos. He comes out with some language that's worse than I use. I mean, he throws some 12-letter words. I don't think I've done one of those on a show yet. You know, he keeps it real. He'll sit there, have his beer, whatever, and his products reflect his attitude. Jason Moffat is comfortable with who he is. His products reflect that same kind of lackadaisical surfer dude approach, and it works because it's not a gimmick. That's what these tight asses on the Warrior Forum and other forums can't understand. That's why they hate Frank Kern so much. You know why they really hate Frank Kern? Some of them, be truthfully, off the subject, besides the fact he's you know rich and gets rich every time he does a lot. You know why they hate the dude? Because Frank Kern comes out, and he's got this style that basically says, I don't give a shit if you buy my product or not. And it's almost like this, I mean, it's so awesome that and when you reach that point, and here's the thing about it, truthfully, Frank doesn't give a shit if you buy his product. I can promise you he doesn't. He doesn't. 
And that rubs a lot of people the wrong way. He, he, he hard sells by soft selling. And boy, I mean, man, I, I love to see the haters and the sheep come out after Frank Kern doesn't launch. It is funny shit, people. They come up with 27 reasons why they're pissed off they're getting all these emails from Frank Kern and his affiliates instead of taking five minutes to examine the paper trail that Frank Kern leaves behind. And by the way, that's something some of you people should do instead of bitching and whining the next time Frank Kern, A, all, etc., starts doing one of these massive launches. Take every friggin' email from one to, you know, a hundred, everything, every link, go back and study it. See, the one great thing about uh, Internet marketing is when you market somebody, you leave a paper trail, people. You leave a paper trail that can be duplicated. It can be tweaked. You know, but again, Frank Kern keeps it real. His list buys from him because they know they're buying from Frank Kern because they know Frank Kern. See, are you getting what I'm trying to explain to you here? People would buy from Jason Moffat even if they could buy a similar product from somebody else for less money. They're going to buy it from Mo because it's like buying from that, you know, fucked up brother-in-law that you have, but the dude's cool. You'd rather buy it from him than somebody else down the block that you don't know. Okay? Uh, same thing. I mean, there's so many examples of this, I can't even tell you. Now, I, I know some of these are going to say, oh, well, uh, you know, I'm, I'm one of these chicks with a stick in my ass, and I personally think that my product should be enough, and I don't think I should have to get up there and you know, strip on a table and do all... I'm not saying you have to, sweets. First of all, lighten up, number one. Number two, take that bitter personality of yours and integrate it into your marketing. If you are a bitter, uptight dude or a bitter, uptight chick, that's cool, man, because there's a lot of bitter, uptight people you could market to. That's my point. I'm not telling you to do it either or. I'm saying take who you are, your inherent essence, What's inside you? What makes you tick? And integrate it into every facet of your marketing because you will attract like-minded people like yourself. And you will reach them because you will speak to them on a language level that they understand. This is what I'm trying to explain here. You know, let's take a product. Let's take a product that I'm going to – let me think of one off the top of my head here. Okay. I like gambling. Let's talk about blackjack. There's a blackjack book out. It's, uh, it's on card counting. By the way, card counting is pretty tough to pull off anymore for those of you who have attempted it. I've been tossed out of two casinos, and I got tossed out, and I was losing money. They just thought I was card counting. I was actually just shit-faced drunk. Anyway, true story, by the way. Um, if Vegas Vince is going to you know, market a book on card counting. My sales page is going to be different than the poor bastard at home, 37 years old, with the eight cats who hasn't had a date since he took the ugly stepsister to the prom, right? Same product, two different backgrounds. Now, what would my sales pitch look like? Well, it's going to be probably a picture of some dude in front of a Ferrari with two hot chicks who probably have breasts that are 15 minutes old. I mean, they're going to be perky. Capiche? And I'm going to talk about the lifestyle. I'm going to hit how, you know, 
wise guy, you know, backroom boiler room mafia story about how I found this, whatever. I'm, I'm paraphrasing. But I'm going to be selling the dream of what happens after you hit Vegas for $80,000 on the blackjack table. Now, what does this other dude do? Well, this dude should accept who he is. And by the way, the reason I would market a, a book on blackjack card counting that way is because that fits who Vegas Vince is. You know, people are not going to accept me coming out there pretending to be an MIT grad when I can barely turn on my friggin' computer. That's not keeping it real. So I would market it like Vegas Vince would market anything. That's just the way it is. This guy sitting at home now, he would do something different. This dude should say, okay, yeah, I am a geek. I can market this book by saying, you know, truthfully, by the way, I'm not making this up. I would simply say this. Okay, I'm sitting at home, you know, 37-year-old loser home who hasn't had a date in eight years, living home with eight cats, cracked the code on how to beat blackjack. And then, you know, explain how, you know, you can get hot chicks now and get out of this, you know, life that you're living. I mean, I, again, I'm being silly here, but I'm making a point. Same product, two different marketers, different pitch, but the... But the fact is, he couldn't do my pitch and make it believable. I couldn't do his and make it believable. I mean, I'd be laughing trying to say, you know, shit like that. Um, what else? Um, same thing with the, uh, you know, your cat lover. If you're, if you're a cat lover and you're selling a book on cats, you want to accentuate that in your book, even if it's not about cats. You know, you want to put your personality out there. People desperately want to buy from somebody they can relate to people. There's so much competition on the Internet. You can trump the product sometimes. Uh, you can, again, same reason why these people are going to buy from Moffitt. They'll buy shit they don't even want from Moffitt. Because they feel like they know the dude. You know, I don't know. I know I'm stammering on this because I'm trying to explain it without really getting offensive. But same thing with the single mom. A single mom with five kids is is who accepts that she's a single mom with five kids and doesn't have an issue with it is going to be able to market to single moms with five kids and sell them effectively. Why? Because they're one and the same. They speak the same language. Now, can you imagine Vegas Vince trying to write a sales letter for single moms? I mean, I'm great enough I could probably pull it off. I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I mean, I write some of the best copy in the world. I really do. I mean, my copy, man, y'all come with some bucks and want a sales page, email me. Because I'm telling you, I'm good. You know, uh, I mean, I really am. But my point is, the single mom with the five kids, marketing to the single mom with the five kids, they've got a bond. It's called keeping it real. It's, hey, I'm a mom like you. And when you market that way and you're not ashamed of who you friggin' are, it comes out so much more genuine. And when you can reach that stage, it trumps the sales process because you're not selling, you're telling. You're one of them. That's kind of the point of what I'm trying to make as far as this positioning. I don't give a shit where you – I don't care if you're homeless. I don't care what you do or who you are. Take that and use it. It's not a bad thing because I hate to tell you something. It's who you are. I mean, if you're foot eleven and you're trying to explain to people how to break into the NBA, 
Um, you know, I don't know, man. If you can, it, it just, you know, instead maybe you could market to short dudes that want to uh, play a pickup game and, you know, make money promoting it. I don't know. Anyway. Um, boy. I am uh, all over the board on this one, but I'm real passionate about it. Uh, again, it goes back to the fact that personality and the product, to me, are a real important combination. I just don't think anymore that you can just get by with a decent product. When the media comes a column, they don't call a friggin' book, people. They call the guy who wrote the book or the chick who wrote the book. I mean, that's another way of looking at it. And like it or not personality sells and you can have again doesn't mean you got to be exciting if you're the dullest friggin marketer in the world that should be your hook you know i'm the dullest friggin marketer in the world believe me it's a hook it's actually kind of cool some of you ought to use it quite a few dull marketers out there i won't name any names um again selling yourself along with the product gives you a major advantage You've got two things going for yourself. Your product might suck, but it might sell to your list because your other stuff was good and they like you. I would rather have that going for me, you know, two, two you know, fires in the iron or whatever they call irons in the fire, whatever they call it, as opposed to the dude just selling his product, hiding behind the computer. Nobody knows who the hell he is. I mean, I think 10 years ago, some of those guys could pull that off. I don't think it's going to be, uh, I don't think it's the way it's going to work anymore, guys. I think people really want to know who they're buying from. Internet is not cold and detached like it used to be, people. There's a family atmosphere out there, and you better get with the picture. Especially if you're in my niche, because I'll whip your ass. Believe it. See, the people that call me already know I talk bad. They already know I, you know, don't have a real good grasp of the English language. But you know what? People that call me are people that listen to the show and, and know what I'm about. I don't waste my time dealing with calls from these other people because they're not going to call me anyway. That's the beauty of keeping it real. I am who I am. This is, you know, Vegas Vince, this is who I am. I'm not ashamed of it. I mean, you know, the day I got to go through life worrying about the rest of you people and all this stuff and, you know, conforming and this and this, Jesus, I'm, I'll check out. Ah. Uh. Boy, that was a hell of a tangent I went on there. And by the way, when you keep it real, when you are truly comfortable with who you are, it will reflect in your marketing. It will also reflect in life. You will begin attracting people like yourself, people that can inspire you, people that you can you know, get together with and bring out the best in each other. And you don't need a friggin' Tony Robbins firewalk to do it. Um, Again, saddest thing to me in life is um, probably wasted talent. I'm going to be perfectly honest with you guys. Um, I don't think there's anybody around who has squandered and wasted more God-given ability than uh, I have. And uh, it's nothing I'm proud of. Um, I wasn't a beaten child. I didn't get dropped on my friggin' head. You know, I didn't come into the world with a lot, but I certainly came in with a lot more than a lot of people did. And unfortunately, for the first half of my life, I looked for shortcuts. I was worried about, again, styling, profiling, uh, representing, uh, impressing the chicks, impressing the guys who were going after those chicks I was trying to impress, et cetera, you know, letting them know that they didn't have a shot because, you know, you know, 
I had the big wad of cash and this and this. And you know what? I th- I don't know. If, I don't know when it hit me. Maybe it was about thirty-five or something. I woke up or you know one day and I just said, you know what? None of this shit fucking matters, man. None of these people give a shit about me. They're all phonies, and I really don't give a shit about them. And it kind of was a turning point in my life because I just woke up one day and said, you know, this is who I am. This is who Vegas Vince is. This is who Matt is. And, you know, people can accept it or they don't have to. But either way, my life is my own, and I'm not living it for anybody else, and I'm not here to conform, and I'm not, that's not what I'm about. And, man, I'm going to tell you something. When I made that just slight little change in my perception to just, you know, live my life because, you know, the window of opportunity in life is fairly friggin' short, people. Once I figured that out, uh, everything changed for the better for me because when you can come on a blog talk radio show and spill your guts like I've done tonight, and I do it every night, this is nothing new, and you're not worried about what people are going to say. You know, you're not worried about what they think. You know, do you realize how powerful that makes you? I mean, it's an incredible feeling. And that's what I mean by positioning yourself. Take what God gave you, you know, and run with it. It works. And when you do it, it will reflect in all that you do, not just your sales page. Um, what else here? Wow. I guess we're going to get into the Sylvia Roth thing here. Probably why I'm all, like, stammering tonight. Damn, man. I, I wrote her tonight. I said, Sylvia, you know, I'm never nervous when I do a show, and uh, I'm not. I don't script shows. I just outline them, like, what I want to talk about. But I hope, and and I feel bad if I let anybody down tonight on the positioning, but it really, I, I hope you got the point of it. it it's, I, I don't think, I think too many people think they can walk into Internet marketing and just put out a product. I it doesn't work that way anymore. I'm going to say something about Willie Crawford. It might piss a lot of people off, and I really like Willie. Willie Crawford's got probably more integrity in his little finger than I'll have in my entire friggin' life. I think Willie, and Willie Crawford's rich. He makes a ton of money. I personally think Willie Crawford could make more money if he would inject a little more of his essence into his marketing. I think that Willie Crawford is famous almost for longevity. And yes, his customer base loves him and they'll buy from him, but I think he leaves a lot of money on the table. I think a lot of other people would love to know this man's story. You know, I, Willie's got a really fascinating story and he runs through it on a lot of the shows. I don't think he leverages it like he should. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm keeping it real here. I mean, that's my honest-to-God opinion. I think Willie came along at a time, and he's prolific, and his quality of stuff is very good. And the guy is, you know, I mean, he's Christ. He's a legend. But even a legend can take his stuff to another level. And sometimes, I mean, you know, when you become great, you get complacent. It's like in the, you know, the Rocky movie. Mickey told Rocky, said, worst thing ever happened to you happened, you know, that could happen to a fighter happened to you. You got civilized. So some of you that are even successful need to look and 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 consider repositioning yourself, not necessarily drastically, you know. I mean, I really believe this with all my heart. Or I wouldn't say it, and I'm not, you know, I'm, you know, and I'm sure some jerk off's going to say I said something bad about Willie Crawford. I didn't. I mean, I'm saying just the opposite. 
You know, I'm saying the man's a legend. I think the man, though, however, like a lot of you, is leaving money on the table. I think he needs to put a little more personality out there, um, uh, you know, instead of being known just for the products. Anyway, again, Willie, if you want to write me a check, I'll take it. Um, let's talk about Sylvia Roth before all the rumor mongers get out there and everything else. Um, this is strange. Like I said, when I was making um, the little transformation I made in my life um, from worrying about what the fuck everybody thought about me, et cetera, et cetera, um, one of the first things I realized is that life, you know, at the, that final sunset is really not about how much money you got in the bank because you're not going to take the shit with you anyway. It's about... It's about the um, collection of experiences that you accumulated, and it's about the quality of human beings that you met along the way. And something else that I learned was that life is not worth living if you're not willing to step up and roll the dice and take a friggin' chance every now and then. I mean, if I get to the point where I can't go for what I want, I'd rather put a fucking bullet in my head, to be honest with you. I, 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 to me, that's not living. It's a waste of life. So, as for the Sylvia Rolfe again, I'm sitting here for the last year or two on the Warrior Forum, and I wake up one day and I realize, you know what? This is a, a really interesting chick that always got me when I mean that I mean she got it she never judged me she never gave me any shit I never once ever thought in all the time that we had shared messages on the board and you know occasional PMs I never looked at this chick like somebody I was writing in Cyberland and it hit me one day when I was doing that warrior form roast show and I I don't know how to explain it, but I said, you know what, Matty boy, life is short. You have, uh, you know, and anybody who knows me, by the way, knows I've been in the adult film industry. I'm certainly not lacking for uh, beautiful women in my life. And I have had uh, numerous one-night stands, and I have had a few, you know, relationships that have lasted here and there. But very few chicks in my life, I can truly say, ever inspired me. Um, I've only been in love twice. And they say you remember your first one and your last one and anything in between was just gravy, something like that. I think Richard Pryor said that, God rest his soul. Um, make a long story short, I wake up this one day and I said, you know what? This chick is pretty friggin' awesome. Um, and I really like to, uh, to meet this girl. And I said this to myself and then I started realizing that I had been conver you know, con conversing with Sylvie for a long time. And um, I just never looked at it like some pin pal thing or anything else. So when I stepped up, I said, you know what, you're going to do this, you're going to do this warrior form roast. And again, I don't script the show, so I just kind of had a list of names, and I just said, I'm going to let this roll. And I said on the show, hey, I got a, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and decent proposal, I want you to come down the floor or whatever. And you know why I did it? And, and, and to be honest with you, it's called backing up my own bullshit. And this is what I'm trying to tell people. I finally decided this chick 
is friggin' beautiful, and she's smart, and she's funny, and she's sexy, and she's always respected the shit I write. And if any of you haters are writing down notes, did I miss anything? Because you can email me. Let me add a few. She's probably got a really sexy ass, and she's probably really good under the sheets, etc. She's genuine. She's got a good heart. She's real. I'm going to tell you something. She just did a WSO on there, and I gave her shit about it because it, you know, it was for a little girl's bed. That's Sylvia. That's called positioning yourself and having integrity because she reaches the goal for the bed. And I'm telling her, I said, man, you should have let that thing run another three days and say you hadn't. That's the difference between her and me. That doesn't mean I'm a crook or a bad guy. It just means I'm always looking at the bucks, and she's got too much friggin' class and integrity to do that. And I, I, the, the, the chick just, I don't know how else to say it without, you know, babbling worse than I am. Life is short, and I am not going to be one of these dudes that 20 years from now looks back and said, you know what, I found that chick really attractive and really interesting, and I'm really sorry that I didn't have the balls to step up and tell her. And for the rest of you people out there, and I know there's more than a few of you that probably have had a crush on Sylvia Roth, you know, too bad. You should have stepped up. And let this be a lesson to some people that in life, go for it. Take a shot. And don't come in sideways. You know, Sylvia knows exactly what she's getting. And I know exactly what I'm getting. And you know what? If worse comes to worse, we come down. She's going to come down to Florida. We're going to have seven friggin' incredible days down here. Because you know Vinny's going to break it all out. I'm going for A game every day. And you know what? That's because I had the balls to step up and break out of that little comfort zone that a lot of people live in and say, you know what? I think this chick is like the most fascinating human being I have met um, in a long time. And I laughed to myself. I said, well, you haven't met her. But you see what I'm saying? It's like I never even considered that. I mean, there's 150 reasons why a dude in Florida in my profession with the chicks and, and, and I got a few bucks, this and this, you know, there's a million reasons why I could say I don't want to screw around with a chick with 27 kids who lives in a shoe in Canada in that coal-ass state, probably got three boyfriends that would just love to kick my friggin' ass if they ever laid eyes on me. And you know what? doesn't matter doesn't matter i think life i don't know if it's god or the universe or whatever the hell it is i think in life people along the way get intersected with each other for a reason and i think we're on our own after that and the people that are intersected have the opportunity to bring out the best in each other or they have the opportunity to turn and walk away and never take a shot i'm not bringing you know I'm not bringing this uh, Sylvia Roth thing up to, you know, this isn't like, oh, Sylvia, I want you to come down here so we can do a joint venture on butterflies. I'm bringing her down because I might be in love with the chick, and I'm never going to know unless I take a shot. And she's going to come down because she knows that Vinny does keep it real. You know, and... uh how we went from positioning to this, I don't know. But I'm just saying, and I don't want to embarrass this girl because I've got more respect for her uh, than, you know, I don't know. I'm just saying that um, this feels right to me. 
And I don't really give a shit what any warriors think or anybody else thinks. You know, I got a pretty decent heart, and I can find and and recognize others that do. And I think this chick does, and I and I don't think I know she does. And um, I'm proud of myself for having the courage to pull the trigger on the whole thing and say, hey, come on down, because I think you're really interesting. And i got to give her a lot of credit for having the Wavos to agree to do it. She doesn't even like to fly, you know. And who knows what's going to happen. I don't know. But, again, when you position yourself, whether it's marketing or whether it's the game of life, you don't have to play a game you can attract people into your life, and you don't have to worry about, oh, I wonder how they're going to be like in real life. Because Sylvia and I are going to be the same here as we're going to be anywhere else. That's the, that's the way it is. That's the remarkable part about what I'm trying to tell you people. Be who you are. If you're in love with some waitress at the restaurant tomorrow, tell her. You know, It's better than waiting 40 years to find out that she might have had the hots for you. I mean, if I've embarrassed Sylvia, because I know I've probably sat here, I'm, I'm sure I'm sitting here blushing because this is not the typical Vegas men's show. But it doesn't matter, you know. And if we've got an issue, I'm sure she's going to call me. I'd delete the friggin' show, you know. Um, I, I, I think this chick is special. I know that sounds corny coming from a dude like me, but um, that's just the way it is. You know, there's not many chicks out there who get me, if you get my drift. I've got a lot of chicks that hang with me, got a lot of chicks that like me, got a lot of chicks probably love me, and vice versa. I have never had a chick that I feel like I connect with like this one. And people can call that bullshit or a line. Again, doesn't really matter to me. It's the way it is. And somehow I was able to spin this into a marketing show. So take who you are, look in the friggin' mirror, say this is who I am, and, and put your personality, put your essence into everything you do, and um, I promise you your sales will get better and your life will be better because you're not going to be looking around worried about what other people think. Because I'm going to tell you something, there's a lot of dudes that wish they would have, you know, you know, had Sylvia come into their town. And some of you probably could have, but you're too damn scared and you're too worried about this or that or the rejection or everything else. And I just don't live my life that way. I don't think she does either. And um, that's that. Um, I, will, uh, I will get back to business probably on Sunday with the, uh, with the interview with the godfather of localbizbuilders.com, uh, my man K.O., we're going to be talking some heavy-duty offline gold shit. My man Jim on that forum, Jim S. bro, I've got your email coming to you. I haven't forgot you, brother. i got a big, long thread over there they uh, started, and I've been trying to help one of these dudes, and I've been so busy besides being sick and stuff. And obviously you can see I've been a little, uh, you know, sidetracked with this other stuff. But anyway, Sylvia Roth will be coming to Florida, so... Just uh, wish us the best, and if you got nothing nice to say about it, you know, bite me. Anyway, love and peace. May you live to see the dawn. May all your dreams come true. May you guys always remain forever young. Thank you. Good night. God bless. Bye.